All right, I'm going to read a passage of Scripture this morning. Um, it's my favorite um, verses in, in the Bible. It's the words of the Lord in Matthew 11, um, 28 through 30. Um, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. Um, really quick, heavy laden is kind of the idea of a tree in the wintertime. It's got two feet of snow on it, and it's kind of bending under the pressure of that snow. So that's kind of the idea I have in my mind of heavy laden, and I know a lot of you ladies feel <laughs> like a heavy laden winter tree right now. So, um, so, and he says, come to me if you're having those feelings. He said, I will give you rest. Um, take my yoke upon you and learn of me because I'm meek and I'm gentle in my spirit. And you'll find rest for your soul. And he says, take, um, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I want to focus on those first three words in that scripture that come unto me. Um, because those are important words in the life of a believer. Um, but I want to specifically focus on coming to the Lord, um, not in a hurry. Um, and that's what I want you to take away from this is coming to the Lord, not in a hurry. Um, so kind of stop right now. If you haven't come to the Lord, I came to the Lord this morning and like um, just been refreshed by his love for you and like what he wants for you in this day. Push pause, go somewhere, find the Lord. Because listening to me is not going to do you much good if you haven't had that time with the Lord. Um, so go do that if you haven't, and come back, and here we are. Okay, everything's good. All right, so um, in, in those three, verse, uh, three words, it says, come to me, not in, what I would like to add is not in a hurry, not rushed, not interrupted, um, not disrupted, not where you can't concentrate, where you can't be aware of Christ. Um, Corey Timboom said, um, if Satan can't make you sin, he'll make you in a hurry. Um, and in Scripture, it says, it, command, it says love is the greatest of these things, and it says love is patient. Um, so if you're in a hurry, you can't love well. Um, love is a time-consuming thing, whether it be with your husband, your kids, ministry, whatever it is, love is, is a time-consuming thing. Um, Dallas Willard, who is one of my favorite authors, was asked, um, if I want to be a better follower of Christ or a better lover of Christ, what is something that I would need to do? And he replied, um, you need to ruthlessly eliminate hurry. And then he was asked, okay, that's, that's great. Is there anything else I can add to this? He said, no, there's nothing else. Um, and that's, it's, it's so true because hurry, um, hurry kind of disrupts everything. It is incompatible with so many things. Um, you can't hurry... Um, love. You can't um, hurry rest. You can't hurry resolve conflict. You can't hurry making memories. You can't hurry reading to your kids. All these hurry and, and, and all these things are incompatible. Um, hurry just molests all these things that you want to do so well in your life. Um, so I think a lot of the most important questions that we have as women can be answered by these three words. Just come unto me. Um, why you can't be content, why you can't love your husband well, why you keep falling into this sexual sin, or why you keep buying stuff, and why you can't get off your phone. All these questions that really matter um, can be answered by just coming to the Lord, but coming to Him not in a hurry, where you take everything, all the strings that are attached, and you push them to the side, and you become aware of Christ and who He is. Um, and because in, that, in those moments when I'm really able to like stop and sit under the Lord, um, I became I become so less aware of like myself 
and I become so much aware of Christ and um, the things that he did in scripture, how he loved hurting women well, how he, um, how he would go to his father and, and leave the crowds and go to his father and sit and pray with his father, how he went to the cross, how he, um, with, with humility and gentleness, went to the cross and bled for our sins, how he um, went and hung out with his disciples on the shore and, and made fish and they hung out together. All these things are enduring, endearing to the, of the Lord that make me um, love him more, um, make me want to be with him more and talk with him more. And when I'm sitting under him and I'm coming to him, I'm aware of, of those things. I'm not aware of myself and, and my self-pity and whatever it be. Um, so Christ needs our time. He needs our, as women, as moms, as um, as, as uh, wives, he, he needs our time. He needs an uninterrupted. Um, it would be like if Brody came to me and said, hey, so our marriage is <laughs> struggling. And so I've thought of some things that we could do. A couple, maybe like 20 minutes of conversation at the end of a day would be good. Like a date night, a couple times a month, you know, or, and some time like during the weekend. Like these are things that I think would help our marriage. Um, if I said, well, um, I don't really have time for those things you're asking of me, but then every hour that week I watch my favorite show. Like, what is that saying in regards to my love and awareness of him? Um, or if and I say, oh, okay, yeah, that's great, but the whole, that 20 minutes, I'm looking everywhere else, trying to fold laundry, you know, just completely distracted. Like, what does that say again of my love for him and my... Um, the pursuit of him and how I want to heal things. It's, it's insane. Um, and so giving the Lord that time uninterrupted um, is a big deal. Um, so an example, slot machines, um, they, they, um, they make more money than the film industry and baseball put together, just slot machines. And for the most part, it's just thousands of people putting small amounts of money into that machine. And so it doesn't seem like a big deal. It seems... Um, like unconsequential, right? But it is, right? They're making so much money. Same thing, like with you and your day, especially if I'm trying to read and being um, intentional with the Lord and I've got my phone right here, those small disruptions and all that that's going on. Or throughout my day, if I'm trying to be aware of Christ and I'm having distractions um, from my phone or from just my thoughts and stuff, all those little, and I'm looking at Instagram for those 10 seconds and I'm on Facebook, this minute, whatever, all those small amounts of disruption add up, and it's, it's very consequential um, in the life of a believer who's trying to, like, abide and walk with the Lord. Um, and so it really adds up. Um, so I'm saying also to say a lot of us, including myself, have lost our ability to, like, um, contemplate and concentrate on Christ um, in our time with Him. Um, yeah, I know yesterday when I was putting my notes together for this, uh, I was writing stuff down, and my phone went off, and I was like, oh, Kilby um, put her word down in Scrabble. You know, we're playing Scrabble together, and I'm like, oh, let me see what she put down. I literally, like, was interrupted by a Scrabble game with one of my kids instead of trying to, like, be focused on Christ. Um, and Satan doesn't come at us, I think, with, like, the pitchfork and the smoker voice, you know. I think he comes to us in disruption. Like, if he can make you, when you're waiting for your kids in the car line, if he can make you, um, when you've got that 20 minutes, play Candy Crush instead of like praying for you could pray for your whole family in the amount of time you're waiting in a car line or you know waiting for something I think we've lost the capacity to sit and wait on Christ and Satan's just like loving that idea because he wants to keep us disrupted because he knows 
when um, I can sit under the Lord and feel His breath, that's when I'm changed. That's when I'm altered. That's when I can handle things like I need to do. Um, and so, um, a quick story um, that I read in this book. This is a super good book. Get it? Read it. Um, it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. But um, it talks about um, this Englishman who had hired some uh, porters in Africa to go on this trip. And so they were kind of carrying his food and his um, gear and stuff. And they had been, he was real determined to get to this certain location. And so um, he was going just a mile a minute as fast as he could to get there. And they weren't um, getting a lot of sleep. The porters weren't. And about two days into it, um, they were just really weary already. And he woke them up that morning and said, okay, let's get the gear together. Let's go. We've got to get to this location. And they literally wouldn't move. And um, he's like, come on, I've paid you guys, you know, to help carry this food, this water, this gear. And he said, why aren't you coming? And they said, well, we're waiting for our souls to catch up to our bodies. And so I think for a lot of us, especially um, women, I think it's, it's a big deal for us to do that, to allow the Lord um, to make us whole and to heal us and let our souls catch up with our bodies, let, our, um, let us live with intention let us live um, with a purpose and with direction in our day. Um, and there's one, one little thing I want to read in this book. Um, it says, do you ever catch yourself with the sneaking suspicion that you'll wake up um, on your deathbed with a nagging sense that somehow in all the hurry and busyness and activity you missed the most important things? Somehow you started a business but ended a marriage. You got your kids to their dream colleges but never taught them the way of Christ. You got letters after your name, but learned the hard way that intelligence is not the same as wisdom. You made a lot of money, but never grew rich in the things that matter most, which ironically aren't things at all. You watched all 14 seasons of whatever your show is, but never learned to love prayer. Um, and so these are things that I think we can end up participating in and be drawing our attention to and being aware of instead of Christ. Um, so how do, how do we do that as women? We come unto the Lord, but we come to Him without our phones, without distractions, and we give Him that time. Um, because without the, that sweet um, time with the Lord, we, we become like uh, branches without a vine. Um, in Scripture it says, I, He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Um, and so that's what the Lord intends for us to be, like life-giving. Um, I have a cactus downstairs um, in my home, and it's one of those that hang on a window. And so, of course, I want it to be faced where when you walk in, you see the cactus, you see the flowers on it. So every, every morning I end up turning the hook on, on that, the cactus plant because um, throughout the day it, it turns to where it can, it can get the sun, you know, it can get the rays from the sun. Um, and it, the other day, I'm like, man, that, that cactus is so smart. He realizes, like, the sun is giving him that breath. It's giving him that life that he needs to, to sustain. Um, I'm like, I need to be like that with the Lord. Like, I need to realize in my day that the sun, that Christ is what's giving me the life. He's breathing life into me. He's trying to breathe his wisdom into me so that I can focus and actually heal from stuff and be prepared for my day. He's trying to do that within me, and a lot of times I'm just everywhere um, and it's really an injustice to the Lord because um, he's kind and he wants to speak softly to me he wants to um, be in the middle of my mind and my heart and guide me and um, and so those are just some things that I'm becoming more aware of um, just coming to the Lord not in a hurry um, 
and trying to just show him that I want to be aware of him and his goodness and not of my own self and the things that I'm consumed with. Um, so that's, that's all for this. Um, I hope you guys are encouraged um, by this and um, love you guys a lot and just pray that you fall in love with the Lord more in this day and you can dwell upon him.